You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we're back to the question of the courtyard within a courtyard. One courtyard inside another courtyard, and that is abounding into an alley. And questions as to the different responsibilities of the inhabitants of both courtyards if they want to make an eruv. And the Mishnah picks up at the end of the sixth chapter. Shachach echad minachit sona v'lo erov. Someone from the outer courtyard forgot to participate in the erov. So we're going to make an erov, which is going to join up these two courtyards. So we're going to join up these two courtyards. And that means that people will be able to walk in and out. And for that matter, most importantly, the people from the inner courtyard will be able to walk across the will be able to carry across the outer courtyard and into the alley. So the, these courtyards are intrinsically linked. So they're going to make an error of together. But what if someone forgets? That's really the question which the chapter will close on. Someone from the outer courtyard forgot to participate in error. So the inner courtyard is permitted and the outer one is forbidden. This is a mirror image of the halacha we learnt one Mishnah ago that the participants of the inner courtyard have made their eruv and they can walk around their courtyard. But the outer courtyard is in some way joint property because the inhabitants of the inner courtyard own the right of access. They own a right of way over it. So the air of over the outer courtyard can't be complete without everyone's consent or everyone's participation. And that's really how the Mishnah goes on. Someone from the inner one forgot. Both are forbidden. So they put their Erov in one place. So they put their Erov together in that their Erov. And we're talking about the, the bread right now. So in other words, when the Mishnah, we talked about this before, when the Mishnah talks about an Erov, the Mishnah is not talking about a fence around a town. It's talking about the bread that is put together to symbolize the joint ownership of the different parties. So they put their Erov in one place. One person forgot to contribute to it. Either from the inner courtyard or from the outer courtyard. So here we've got rather than two Erovs, it seems to be we've got just one Erov. In other words, they Everyone is contributing to one Erev. So effectively, the two courtyards are being joined together in one unit. So one person forgets either from one courtyard or from the other courtyard. Both are going to be forgiven. Both are going to be for, for, forbidden. In other words, the if they make two Erevs, to, to, if they make two Erevs, then at least um, if... One person forgets from one community, the other one may operate. But if they make one Erev, one single Erev for both courtyards, and one person forgets, they're both forbidden. 
And then the Mishnah closes and the chapter closes. If the courtyards belong to individuals, they need not prepare any of. So maybe there's one individual who owns the inside courtyard and one individual who owns the outside courtyard. And the assumption seems to be that because the inside courtyard has right of way of the outside if there are two individuals effectively they're partners and they don't need to explicitly make an error in order to announce to kind of declare their their sharing of the two courtyards and that's how the the sixth chapter closes but it closes on the idea that we're we're playing around if you like we're still playing around with shared ownership among two different courtyards. So we're, we're in the, the subject we're into is a subject of whether ownership can be, if you like, distributed between two courtyards. And we're going to get into the question of the window. So what if rather than a doorway between the two courtyards, with an inner one and an outer one, what if we had two ordinary courtyards adjoining one another? Maybe like the picture of the five that we looked at a couple of days ago. Look, here are the five courtyards in a row. And they each adjoin into one another with, they also adjoin onto the alley. And they each have a doorway between them. So the five courtyards interconnect with a doorway between them. And the seventh chapter is going to open with a question really is, with a with a question as to what is a doorway so what do we define as a doorway if we're going to make an opening between two courtyards and the mishnah is going to begin by saying begin by looking at a, a picture of a window look i've i've actually brought you a picture of the window of the window in the mishnah look here's the window and you can see we're photographing it from inside one courtyard and then the other courtyards on the other side and the Mishnah is going to, is really thinking like, is this a window or is it a door? Because it, you know, it could be a window or a door. And the Mishnah is going to bring two tests. One, is it more than four hands, four hand breadths square? Four hand breadths. A hand breadth, I think, of about three inches. So if it's four hand breadths square, that must be about a foot square. That might just about be large enough for a very small person to wiggle through a foot square. Maybe a child could wiggle through a window a foot square. Certainly, any smaller than a foot square, you could not get through it. Even a child couldn't get through it. So that's the first question that Mishnah will ask. Is it more than four hand breadths square? Second question that Mishnah will ask is, is it less than ten hands breadths off the ground? Because if, it, if it's close to the ground, it feels like a doorway, right? If it's high off, off, if it's high off the ground, it feels more like a window, doesn't it? And for the purpose of walking through it again, you can't just walk through an opening which is more than 10 hands breadths off the ground. You've got to practically jump over it. And we've seen before that 10 hand breadths, that's about 30 inches. So that's getting on for a yard. That is the critical mass if you like, for a fence. Once a barrier is 10 hand breadths high, it's a real halachic barrier. So the Mishnah will ask, a window between two courtyards. 
They can prepare two Erovin, or if they want, they can prepare one. They can consider this space. As long as we've got at least four by four, they can consider this space either two courtyards or one courtyard. It doesn't, it's their choice. But, if it's less than four, four by four, or if it's further off the ground from ten tefachim, they prepare two eruvin, they cannot prepare one. If the window's not big enough to be a door, they have to consider it as two different courtyards. Along the same lines, kotel shebein shtechat what if there's a wall between the two courtyards? This is ten hands breadths high and four hands breadths wide. So now the four hands breadths, rather than being the width of the window, is actually the width of the wall. And the alacha is actually that if it's anything four hands breadths wide is basically a space in its own right. And the Mishnah teaches, if you've got a wall like that, it's um, ten tefachim high, it's four, four um, tefachim wide. Ma'arvin shnaim, ve'ein ma'arvin echad. We make two erovin, not one. This wall is sufficient to divide the two courtyards. It's not a window, it's a wall. But it's its own domain. Hayubar or ferot, there were fruit on top of it. People can climb up from one side and eat. And people can climb up on the other side and eat. Once it's above ten tefachim, it's essentially neutral space. But they can't carry them down. They can't, they can, you can get up there, you can eat the fruit. Maybe there's a fruit tree on top of the wall, but we can't carry it down. The wall was breached. Ad eseramot to ten cubits. So that means we had a, we have a breach, but so, so we have a breach that is as that is less than ten cubits. And again, ten cubits, ten amot is going to be a critical factor here. Nifrutzakatol ad eseramot ma'arvin shnaim. If it's less than two two cubits, the residents can make two erovin. Ve'imratsu ma'arvin echad. If they want. They can make just one Erov. Because it's like a doorway. A breach of less than 10 cubits is a bit like a doorway. So we might consider, going back to the question of whether the window is a door, right? It's like the window that's large enough to be a door. If it's large enough to be door, they have the choice between considering this as a two courtyard space, two separate courtyards, or as one shared courtyard. If it's a bigger breach, your termikan, maravin echad ve'ein maravin shtein. If it's a bigger breach than this, they have to only prepare one erov. Because once you have a breach bigger than 10 amot, than 10 cubits, that is effectively joining the two courtyards into one. And if they're joined into one, then they need one erov. <music> 
Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>